Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, Mr. Sunday Movies, also with me as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Correct, he did it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Oh. Because I thought, do I, why do I have to introduce you? I'm not, no, that sounded like, like it's a burden. It's not, it's an honour, if oh, anything, great. but I mean, maybe you Well, were. if you could then instead open with, it's an honour to introduce. <laughs> okay, yeah, I could Yeah, that would be great, fantastic. <laughs> now, uh, just before we started, you just returned a text and I yeah. noticed- once again, your typing noises are still on your phone. <laughs> yeah. You are the one remaining human alive to have the typing noises still on your phone. I don't know. It's reassuring because I know it's typing. You s- what? You're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Mm. I'm sure there's a way to turn it off too. Mm. Is there? Yes. Okay, Everybody else in the world has successfully done so, yes. Oh, well, maybe one day. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. Mm. I'll live that dream one day. Speaking of living dreams, oh yes, but then dying. Oh, after completing many dreams, ooh, Chris, uh, Christopher Lee deceased at ninety three. Ninety three, he died. Yeah. yeah, that's very sad. Bloody yeah, hell, it is. I mean, he is ninety three. Yeah, so it's a great innings. Had a good, very but, good innings. You know that that really. Yeah. You know, what, he, what a great contribution. What one of the Count Dooku? Yes, other stuff Count doesn't Duke. matter. <laughs> that's all that matters. Dracula. Yep. Lord of the and Rings. And probably Abraham Van Helsing. I yeah. Think he was both. I think he was both sides of that coin. He, he was Lord of the Rings. Mm. Well, he did, he must have been. He would have been. He no, was bored of the rings. I mean, boy, was he. No, he was a massive Tolkien fan. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, Tolkien even wanted him to play Gandalf. Like, it was like, that's the uh-huh. dream to get. But then he has, play. he's got an evil face. He's got an evil face. So exactly. Scaramango. Yeah. Scaramango yeah. From, from Bond. Scaramango, yes. That's him, yeah. yeah. I think he's that's not a great movie, Man with the Golden Gun. No, but that end sequence with Christopher Lee is totally amazing. In the the, the weird mirror world, yeah, in the, in the weird mirror world. Yeah. I saw a quote from him, and you know, you see quotes of people on Facebook, so you don't actually know whether it's really them that said it. Correct. But it was something along the lines of, you know, even if you're in bad movies, doesn't mean you have to be bad in it. Right. And that okay. can be said of him for all of his roles. I mean, you look at Count, Count Dooku. Dooku exactly. <laughs> Like he's he's really good at that role. He's doing the best he can with that, with that. weird, vague, 
And I assume they had to swap him out every 30 seconds for a stunt double yeah. so they could, the double CGI could do a flip. head. Yeah. CGI head. Exactly. He doesn't know what's happening, but exactly. he performed admirably. Boy, did he. Uh, Tom, the official Dark Lord of the Sith. Released four albums. Yeah, he did. Yeah, including Christopher Lee sings at Devils, Rogues and Other Villains. <laughs> Oh, the Ballad of Count Dooku. Do you remember that? That was before that. You okay, know, well, okay, that. gotcha. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is from Tom, the official Dark Lord of the Sith of the podcast. Hey, Nick and Mason. I was also heading the news of Christopher Lee's passing. And my Facebook page was flooded with facts about his life. Uh, there's a long list, so I'll paraphrase quickly. He was in the precursor to the SAS, uh, the Long Range Desert Patrol Group. He was a Nazi hunter. This is like real life, by the yeah, way. This, this yeah. is not just a movie Nazi hunter. Uh, he appeared in more sword fights than any uh, than any other actor ever. He released a heavy metal Wait, album. Wait, does did the did the lightsaber battle he still push him did, over the like, edge? He did, he may have. Because <laughs> what if he was what if it was on the fence? Like he was neck and neck with somebody else, and then he was like, oh, "This will count, lightsaber <laughs> battle." I think that counts, doesn't it? Yeah, no, really. I'm gonna say it doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> in your face, Christopher Lee. Yeah, in your face, Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he released a heavy metal album at the age of eighty-eight. Wow! And he would—he absolutely uh, could definitively destroy ninety percent of men. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> sad to see him go, but what a legacy! Good on him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. More more news? No, that's that's all we need. Okay. Now I can give us more news. Sad oh, news. I think we should point out. Mm. Well, this isn't sad news. Last week, yeah, because we have a good track record of of release of of. Putting out, we're, we're a finger on the pulse with all the Shia LaBeouf news, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. But last week, Shia LaBeouf had some sort of attention-grabbing <laughs> situation happen where he, he, did a, he did an experiment. He sort of did a rant yeah. about achieving your dreams or whatever in front of a green screen. Yeah. Clearly intending for people to Photoshop stuff in and, yeah, yeah. and make it a spectacle. And there's some good stuff from it. Yeah. But... You know what? Not give, not, I'm not giving him the satisfaction, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, you're right. That that very much was that. And maybe that's why that didn't come up. Maybe it's because... We forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. Either way, mm. pick your poison. James Cameron yes. has come out and endorsed Terminator Genesis. I saw that, yeah. Considering it the third film in the series. In your face, whoever directed... Jonathan Mostow. Both something. of them? No, uh, McG did four. McG! Yeah, yeah. In your face, McG. Well, I remember McG came out and said, no, McG! James Cameron endorsed Terminator Salvation. Mm. And James Cameron came out and said, let's just, <laughs> let's ease up. And he basically said, I saw it. No, he said, I haven't seen it. Oh. I, it could be really good. It could be really bad. Right. I don't know. So in this case, he has seen Genesis and Apparently. he's in favor of it. I feel like he's the kind of guy where he's got enough money where he wouldn't do that unless he thought it. Yes. However, yeah. I would suggest two things. Mm. One, Genesis does contain elements of his Terminator oh, movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he probably would be on board. Yeah, good point. Like, because they're referencing his ones and, yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. And also... That's why he loves Alien 4. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And also, the second would be, is he a reliable gauge well, of whether a, that's something's a good, good any, anymore? That's a good question. Because one and two, great. Yeah. Avatar, not great. Did you like Titanic? Oh, I'm not against it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't actively campaign against it. Correct. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, well, the last two movies he's done are Avatar in 2009 and Titanic in mm. 1997. And that one where he went down in his own private submarine oh, yes, and recorded right. underwater stuff. Yeah, The mm. Abyss. That's the that one. one. But yeah, look, I am looking forward to it. Me too. I don't I don't know. We know the twist, but as pointed out 
on this podcast, yep. all the other Terminator twists have been spoiled in the trailers. Correct. Before. So, spoiler alert, there's Terminator 2 that Artie's the good guy. Yep. And Terminator 4, the twist is that Sam Worthington is a Terminator man. Sure. And both of those things are revealed very early. Mm. So, I guess they have a track record for that, don't yeah. they? But we don't know what the twist of this twist is. <laughs> we know it's John Connor is... <laughs> the twist of the twist. We know he's alive in the past that is also the present. Yeah. And he's some sort of robot cyborg man, but we don't know why. Or how. Or if. Mm. Or when. Yes. Yeah, all those things. Yeah. Is he alive? Is it the 80s or is it the modern day? I think it switches to the modern day because Arnold's okay. hair gets older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arnold's hair gets older? Is that Arnold's hair then? gets older, <laughs> yeah, yeah. good. Mm. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, yes. Is to play Baron, Baron Mordo in okay. uh, Doctor Strange. Love it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, he's... He was re- he was a really good bad guy in Serenity. Yeah, the operative was the his operative. Name, I think? Yeah, he was really good in American Gangster, that movie that wasn't very good. Oh yes, <laughs> I remember it sort of. Remember people were saying, "Ah, oh, two of the greats finally together: Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe." Virtuosity. They were together Back, in that's virtuosity. Right, that's right. They <laughs> meant together again for the second. The, together again for the first time. Ooh, that's what they meant. I don't like that. First, yeah, no good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think virtuosity is it. An interesting movie. <laughs> it sure is. That was in that weird lawnmower man. Yeah, virtual reality era. When they, when, pe- when filmmakers were like, people want to see insane, <laughs> surreal situations where Russell Crowe's a nanotech man that can repair himself by eating glass. <laughs> that was the tagline yeah. for the movie. That's mm. how they pitched it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I mm. like that. Good choice. Um. What else is we good? He was good in Ch- uh, Children of Men. Sure he tell. was good. Yeah, he was. And that TV show. That I can't remember the name of. It was great in Idris Elba was in Luther. Yeah, and Chiwetel was in. Um, it's a British one, I assume. Yeah, it's a British. Um, hang on. Oh, he's good in Twelve Years a Slave. Yep, he was apparently good in Red Belt. I haven't seen that. What's that? It's like a a guy who's okay at karate. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much. He's on uh, the way up. Yeah, the Shadow Line. That's what it was called. Oh, I don't know that one. It's great. Yeah, great. Yeah, British drama. Speaking of Chiwetel, we just saw him in the trailer for. The Martian. We did, which we will talk about now. Yeah, let's talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had another piece of news first. Does it really matter? Well, I'm just going to... How's things going to segue? We'll find out, why. Okay, we? great. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll riff a segue. That's how we'll do this. So, The Martian. Um, I got some background on this, if you uh-huh. want. Yeah. They, it's a reboot of My Favourite Martian. Correct. Did you see that movie version of My Favourite no. Martian? No. was it? Jeff Daniels and uh, Doc Brown. Great. Yeah. Do you remember that? Which one was The Martian? Uh, Doc Brown. Okay. Obviously. Sorry. Idiot. Sorry. <laughs> Christopher. Lloyd. Lambert. Yes. Mm. So, Lambert. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, it got 18 million v- views on YouTube, the trailer, which is weird for a trailer for something which isn't like a sequel or, or whatever. A reboot. Or a, a reboot. Franchise comic book. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's based on the book, The Martian, which I think I talked about on this show. Uh, it's, it's Again, it's about a man stranded on Mars and it looks yep. like it's pretty close. It's actually pretty, it's a good read. So basically what they did, because the the reception, they can took... I, can I guess what they did? Yes. Is that Matt Damon had finished his shooting day on Interstellar or... and they're like, do you want to just film another movie if you've got the suit on? <laughs> the space suit? And he's like, oh yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. 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 And then what actually happened? He looks very lean in this, though. He looks very lean. He didn't lean. look as lean, lean in and Stella. youthful. Yeah, he does. He mm. looks great. He looks great. Yeah. But anyway, so they switched, they moved the release date forward to October 2nd from November 25th, mm-hmm. and they shifted out the Victor Frankenstein movie oh, yes. to November 25th. 
Is the, Vic, is the Victor Frankenstein movie in the same franchise as Dracula Untold? I really hope so. Me too. It's Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Professor Xavier, not the old one, the young one, James McAvoy. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Which one's the monster? I, no, Neither I, of them? No, Surely. Yeah, they're both very handsome. Is, no, no, uh, wait, no. wait. Is the monster them standing on each other's one, <laughs> one on the other one's shoulders, they're wearing a trench coat? Yes. Because that would make more sense. That would No, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is Igor. Okay. Yeah, and I sh- I'm assuming that McAvoy is... Frankenstein, right. not the monster, the man, because mm. a lot of people don't know, but the werewolf was actually Dr. Frankenstein. Anyway, let's the monster ultimately <laughs> is anybody who points that out in a conversation. I know, I right? Think. Isn't that so annoying when people do that? Mm. It's the worst. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. No, let's not move on. It gives a lot away of the movie, don't you think? Yeah, it kind of does. We know exactly what the dilemma is. Yep. We know that he eventually gets a message through yep. to, because he's a man surrounded on Mars, uh, his crewmates have left. Yes. And they assume he's died in an accident. Yep. And then he gets a message to them. Yep. They know that they're breaking NASA's rules by going back to rescue him. Yep. They decide to do it anyway. Correct. It's got... He has to science the shit out of he's stuff. He's got to do some science. Yeah, man. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. No, it looks good. Uh, Ridley Scott makes some good movies and some not as good movies. He sure movies. does. Yep. It's but a this, real, this looks like a good one. It's a real mixed bag. I mean... Prometheus looked like a good one. It's and got that, Kristen Wiig in it. Yeah. Once again, it's got Jeff Daniels in it. Yeah. My, that, who is my favourite Martian. <laughs> He's in it. What a twist. I'm just looking at the cast list. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, you Kate, don't see him in the trailer. Yeah. Chiwetel Glover. Yeah. yeah, Donald Glover. Kate Mara, who yep. has just freshly gotten out of a spacesuit in Fantastic Four. Correct. Which we'll see at some point and Back probably. into another spacesuit. Correct. Spacesuits. Yeah. Is it we're going to see a resurgence of sci-fi? It seems that way. Of just straight up sci-fi, not straight up, straight up sci-fi, not like superhero sci-fi. Yeah, or, oh yeah, kind of. I yeah. hope so, man. Mm. I bloody hope so. But isn't just regular sci-fi really boring? That's a good point. It's a good point. Do you isn't remember it? in the nineties there were two Mars movies? There was Mission to Mars and Mars and Attacks. Mars, there was there was three Mars movies. Correct. <laughs> Mission to Mars and Red Planet. Yes. And Mission to Mars was like a slow, boring, like psychological drama mm-hmm. that ended with Gary Sinise meeting holographic aliens and then flying off to another <laughs> yeah. part of space. That's right. And Red Planet was Val Kilmer running away from a robot. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember time. that? So what you're saying is, I hope we go back to that era of Val Kilmer running and away from robots. And also Ghosts of Mars, four Mars movies. <laughs> Here we go, yep. <laughs> What's your favourite Mars movie? It's Total Recall, obviously. But what's your favourite Mars movie? No, it's Total Recall. Yeah, it yeah. is. Not the reboot, which they don't go to Mars. They don't, yeah. Which is more accurate to the book. Correct. Anyway, but it's still shit. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> wow, subtle dig at Total Recall reboot. Don't you think Total Recall reboot suffered enough, mate? Mm. You get a little little passive-aggressive dig in there and then switch to the next bit of news so they can't... Rebut? So, yeah, so they can't rebut, so yeah. Colin Farrell can't call us up and be like, come on. I like Colin Farrell, but... Make a good movie. So, yeah, can you name a good Colin Farrell movie except for Minority Report, which is barely in Phone Booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Quick, right? Okay, last 10 years. Yeah, oh. No. Phone Booth's... Wait, in Bruges. Oh, fuck. Yeah! Okay, you're right, you got me. <laughs> what I was going to say is he's a good actor, but he's generally... He's not in good stuff, but I would say he's generally not in good stuff. No, that's fair He's enough. done some good stuff. Yeah, he's stuff. done some good stuff. Yeah. If you said... Hey, Bruce is one of my favourite movies, man. Yeah. Oh, I should have bloody picked that. But I mean, if you'd said... If you'd counted with... If you'd called my bluff and said, can you name a second one in the last 10 years? I could not. <laughs> so... You could have said Daredevil. 
No, I couldn't. That wouldn't have been tell us 10 years either. Yeah. Two two things. There we go. So, Chris Hemsworth has been cast in the new Ghostbusters movie. As the receptionist. (laughs) Great. I love it. I suggest to people going to any website that has put this news and just read the comments. Really? Just go through the comments. So, what was the name of the receptionist in the first Ghostbusters? Janine. Yeah. So, he's the Janine, basically. He's the Janine, yeah. That's great. Yeah. People are, people do not like this. Really? Okay. <laughs> are you surprised? I'm not surprised, but it's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. No, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. Do you think Do you think he's got good comedic chops? He's we haven't pretty really good seen... He's pretty good as Thor. Like, yeah. Some, yeah, it's true. He's got a good... good well, he's got good timing. He's pretty sharp and, at it. It might be editing, but... Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Uh-huh. He's in the, the Griswold movie, the new vacation movie oh. as well. So, yeah. We'll see his chops then, won't yeah, we? Yeah, we'll definitely you see know his who, chops. Australian who hasn't shown his chops, chops, mm-hmm. no, his comedy chops. Eric Banner, yeah, who started out as a stand-up comic. Yeah, and he's he's got a lot of. Well, I remember them being really funny skits, but he hasn't really done any comedies. He he did funny people, but he's not particularly funny in that. That's ironic, isn't it? For a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him do something mm-hmm. comedic, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Also, could he? I don't know if he could do it in an American accent either. Yeah, and I don't know if the audience was would buy him as a yeah. comedic force. Yeah. Really. See, I still see him as Pointer. Yeah, Pointer. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> or Ray Martin, but mm. if you're from anywhere but Australia, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so great, awesome, whatever. I hope it's good, but mm. if it's not good, it doesn't matter. Yep. Um, so there was a rumor also floated this week that, you know how Marvel aren't going to Comic-Con? Yes, uh, they're going to have their own little thing. Yeah, well, they're doing... I think that Disney are having an Expo D3 or something Okay, like three weeks later. Right. So... And- I hope it's called D3 because <laughs> it's three weeks later. And then the, the logo is just Mickey Mouse giving the finger to Comic-Con. Behind a poster of the Mighty Ducks 3. Yes. D3. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? Rumoured? Uh, th- what do you think about that rumour? They were scared of DC. Blowing them out of the water. No. Yeah, that's exactly what Unlikely. I yeah. Also, James Gunn said this like... we. I really hope that DC's one movie this year, <laughs> next year, doesn't doesn't blow our in- entire slate and multiple phases of movies, Marvel movies, out of yeah. the water. I'm well, so got, afraid. I'm quaking. I'm quaking <laughs> yeah. in my boots. I think... Well, James Gunn said this months ago, like yeah. six months ago, that he, he doesn't think they're going. Like, he just casually said it on Twitter. Uh-huh. But I think probably the main reason they're not doing it is because they're stepping back for Star Wars. Yeah. Because obviously they're both owned by Disney and you're just stepping on yourself. Right, right. If you're doing Star Wars and Disney. So I think they're going to push Star Wars in a big way. Mm. And the two big ones will be DC movies and and Star Wars. And we'll judge, Mason. Oh, we will. Who we think is movies. Mm. Uh, Last bit of news. I'm ready. John Bernthal from The Walking Dead. Oh, yes. He's to play the Punisher oh, in, yeah. De- in Daredevil Season 2, mm. which is very exciting. Yes. It, you, you, now, you haven't watched a lot of Walking Dead. No. Not no. a great show. First 10 minutes of the first episode. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. He's uh, he's good in it. There was, a, there was a lady with no face or something. <laughs> yes, there was. Oh, no legs. I can't remember. No face, no legs. Right. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's going to be rolling up. Uh, people are speculating he could be a villain initially or yep. even for the whole season. He could be an ally from the start. I doubt it because they, no. they punch each other a lot in the comics. Yeah, I'm going to say, oh boy. Because he's also trying to clean up the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. But who's going to do it more? That's a really good question. Probably the Punisher. <laughs> because, it, well, this is, we, we're going to have to see Daredevil make an arbitrary 
like line in the sand of killing people yeah. and not killing people yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or like, wait, did Daredevil kill some people in... I mean, he pulped some people. He, pulped, he threw that guy off the balcony into the dumpster. Yeah. But I don't think that killed him. Yeah, okay. He didn't kill the kingpin either. No, okay. He All right. punched so many... Oh, he sort of killed that ninja. Yeah. He lit that ninja on fire. Correct. See, there we go. So yeah. he's going to have to be like, listen, the Punisher. Yeah. I'm okay with you lighting people, with me lighting people on fire specifically <laughs> with the intent to kill them, but you can't kill people with guns that have been designed specifically for that purpose. Exactly. Because it's not the hero's way. But I mean, there's a difference between lighting a guy on fire who's trying to stab you and walking to a, into a room and shooting like 50 people. I've never seen that distinction. That's probably true, actually, now that you <laughs> mention it. Anyway, it's going to be good. I I'm think. just excited yeah. to see The Punisher. And mm. this, this could very well spin off into his own uh, Netflix series. Netflix series or. Maybe, you know, eventually Or movie. a bad network TV series, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> That's the dream, isn't, isn't it? it? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the news for this week. You got any other news? Anything happening happen in your life? Anything exciting? Yeah. You had a, you had a good week? Pretty, pretty good, yeah. 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 yeah, nice. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jurassic World. Oh, that happened. I saw that. Yes. Man. Uh, now, they thought this was going to make $120 million US, right? Uh-huh. Which What's is great. Uh, uh-huh. Well, it made $83 million opening day on Friday, uh-huh. which means it's more likely to hit like $180 million, Good. Which is crazy money. Yeah. I think people kind of underestimated how much people like Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Because everybody I know has either seen it or wants to go see it. 
like regardless of what people are saying about yeah, it. Yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do as we do every week, except when we talk about Entourage when we just spoiled <laughs> it. <laughs> By the way, we got no people complaining about how we ripped through Entourage. Nice. I think about one person's like, I like the show, but I enjoyed uh-huh, sure. how you hate it so much. So we'll do non-spoilers and then, okay, and then we'll say uh-huh. spoilers. Yep. What did you think of it? I liked it a lot. Interesting. Because as we know from the internet, yes. a lot of people have been... A lot of people have been quite down on it, I think. Okay, yeah. A lot of people have been... I would say it's pretty... I would say it's it's more positive than negative, but it's pretty divisive. It is, has been very yeah. divisive, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. But I, And again, as you as you may know, or as listeners may know, if they've listened to our Jurassic Park commentary, yes. I don't have any particular love for the original Jurassic Park. I don't hate no. it. Yeah, no, no. It's fine. It's a movie I saw once. <laughs> Twice now, because I, I watched it once when I was a kid, and I watched it a second time when we did the commentary. You heard it here first. Yeah. Movie you've seen twice. Correct. <laughs> yeah. But I really like this one. Yep. See, I, I went in, I was really tired, uh-huh. and I was on my own. Of dinosaurs? Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Completely alone? <laughs> I was. And there were people dressed up as Alan Grant and whatever. Wow. And I'm just like... Did you see a special Yeah, I did. I saw like session. an earlier one. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I hate, I don't want to be here. I hate yeah. this. I just want to go home. And you were like... I feel so alone despite the fact that I'm also dressed in big baggy <laughs> khaki chinos and a denim shirt and a red bandana. That's what How I said. How can I be so alone? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I um, I ended up really enjoying it. Look, mm-hmm. I don't think it's perfect by any stretch, uh-huh. but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So you weren't obviously expecting anything going in. You were like, this will also be a movie I see. Yeah, exactly. Did you see it on the big screen? On an IMAX or something? Regular screen. Regular screen. Regular screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Do we want to talk stories first? The story is first? Yes. And then we'll talk about other things. Sure, stories and then other things. So <laughs> That's the way we do it. So this pretty much ignores two and three. There's little nods to uh-huh. it, but not, yeah. not really. It's basically 22 years after the first Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. They've now... Hammond is dead. Hammond is dead. They've got a new Hammond who's got the philosophy of Hammond. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, but... He's not as Hammond as Hammond. He's not as Hammondy, you're right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, this is now a fully fledged and running theme park. It looks like it's been out for maybe four or five years. Something maybe. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are kind of getting sick of dinosaurs. It's still amazing. <laughs> people are still liking it, but it's yeah. it's still... They have to kind of keep upping it every year as to new attractions to get uh-huh. people in. So they're breeding new dinosaurs. Breeding new dinosaurs. The original had eight... Yeah. Breeds of dinosaurs. This one has 20-something. Like, like 20-odd, yeah. yeah huh? And they end up um, genetically engineering a very dangerous brand new dinosaur. Sure. Called the Indominus Rex. Yes. Uh, and that's Latin for something, probably. And Big old Rex. <laughs> yep. And then from there, chaos ensues. It gets out and there's all, there's, all, there's a whole bloody Jurassic world, isn't there? It's a real Jurassic world in this <laughs> yeah, situation, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's... It's not very complex, the story, but it works. No, there's a couple, There's a few different players in it. Yep. Um, there's a, kind of a subplot, which is sort of a spoiler, so we might wait yeah, on that. I but guess. it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, I guess We'll so. get to it later, yeah, but yeah. it's, yeah, mm. there's, it's quite straightforward. Yep. You know what's happening. Running, mm. shouting, screaming, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a direct carbon copy of the first one. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, though, there were a lot of nods to the first one. Yes. Did you find that a bit distracting? No. Because a lot of people... I didn't find it either. I, I enjoyed the nods. Uh-huh. Me too, a, yeah. A lot of people were like, that's a bit heavy-handed. And maybe it was, but I, I didn't... I didn't. Give me an example. Uh, you see the night vision goggles. Oh, yes. You see the banner, um, yeah. the Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. When dinosaurs one of the there. characters is literally wearing a Jurassic Park promotional T-shirt. <laughs> yes, that's right, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, subtle things like that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed that. I mean, mm. but, so I was I was kind of okay with it. As far as the characters go, how did you find them? Ah, uh, they were at least two dimensional, right? <laughs> they weren't. They weren't great. There was yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what? I guess people who are down on this were like, oh, there's no, there's no Alan Grant, there's yeah. no uh, Jeff Goldblum, there's no Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> It's fine. They've, you know what? They weren't a hundred percent totally fully fleshed out, realized no. human beings in that movie either. They but I just... guess the difference between I think and I didn't mention this in my review, and I probably should have. The difference between this one and Jurassic Park was a lot of those people feel more like real characters, right? And these guys kind of feel more like archetypes, uh-huh. or do you know what I mean? Or, yep. ste- or stereotypes. There is the uh, there is Bryce Dallas Howard as yep. the. She's uptight, a business. But she's an uptight businesswoman who hasn't had time for a family, and yeah. that makes her a little bit sad. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas her sister, played by Judy Greer, yeah. has a family that she loves, except for the husband, because they're probably divorcing. And that's a little bit sad. Also, it's a little bit sad. Also, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody wants what the other person wants, or something. Yes, exactly. Grass is greener. And we've got, we've got, uh, 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 what's his face? Christopher Pratt. Yeah, Christopher Pratt as yeah. no nonsense. Little bit of nonsense, <laughs> tough as nails, tells it like it is. Yeah, he's uh, some sort of dressed exactly like Han Solo. Yep, <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, yeah, zookeeper, hub, raptor trainer man. And if only she had just let her hair down and you precisely, know, yeah, you know, yeah, he wore board, short, board shorts to their date or whatever. That's right. Yeah, I've actually got a uh, somebody wrote in. Oh, I've got a name here. Sorry, um, Alex wrote in, and he and his girlfriend went and saw it, and they couldn't get over how. Bryce Dallas Howard wore heels the entire movie. That's which true, she is did. very distracting. She didn't switch actually. them out for boots. She could yeah. have. There's plenty of equipment on that island. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's especially distracting when she does something. You don't see her feet. Right. Like she'll go across grass or whatever. Uh-huh. And then later you'll see her and she's just in heels. And it's right. Like, but you were just in the paddock. <laughs> like, it would be fine if she didn't do anything particularly athletic. Okay, yeah. And it would be fine if there was like a scene where she nearly dies because she's got high heels and she, she switches her ankle yeah exactly but to not mention at all that yeah. was odd yeah yeah and it, but but there's also a scene specifically where chris pratt's character mentions that yeah she's wearing ridiculous shoes for this and then it's never brought up yeah again. you're right it's yeah odd. yeah hmm. that's exactly it that being said i think everybody is good yeah in what they have given the character the the two uh, children are not as annoying. Absolutely. The child and the teenager are not as annoying as they could be. So someone on Film Drunk said that that kid who was in Iron Man three has oh, a, he's too. has a haircut like a stormtrooper's helmet. Yeah, or a Lego man. <laughs> Either of those. He's got but Lego not, man hair. I like both those guys. And the older one, he was in uh, Kings of Summer, which is a great kind of coming of age. Oh, movie. great! It's okay. very, it's like the modern kind of standby man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, they hit all the beats. Yeah, um, they show up. They're sad that Bryce Dallas Howard's character can't personally escort them around the. The, Which the, they shouldn't be, the really. For, yeah, because they haven't seen her in years. Who yeah, cares? She's yeah. just some random. Exactly. And, and Judy Greer is mad at that as well. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know how you're the head of this this enormous theme park? You're the head the of the Jurassic World. The Jurassic World. Well, yeah. why can't you personally escort my kids or your nephews <laughs> yeah, that's around? A, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? It is a little. Yeah, yeah. But they have a good cry about it, don't they? They sure do. Uh, the only returning character that's human, mm. uh, Henry Wu. Played by B.D. Wong. Who's of, great. Who of, uh, of Law and Order fame. And his, he is. And his character has definitely evolved, which we'll probably talk about oh, more okay, in spoilers. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Because he has an extra arm this time. Yeah. He's got mm. three arms. Yeah. Uh, it's a chimp arm, though. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. genetics. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, a lot of them don't really seem like real people. Like That's fair. Detective Goran. That's not his name. Kingpin. That's also yeah. not his name. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Like, he's good, but he doesn't seem like a guy who would... Be do the things that he would he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of an idiot. Uh-huh. Uh, what about the dinosaurs? I mean, that's what we're there for, isn't it, Mason? Yeah, I think... The Mosasaur isn't even a dinosaur, you idiot. Sorry. It's all right. Is that the one in the water? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I thought the CGI was varied. Okay, yep. I thought the IREX looked incredible. Yep. I thought some of the other All the ones, money went into that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, uh, some uh-huh. of the other ones, like, all good, all yeah. solid, but mm. some are better than others. Yeah. I think there was a fairly decent mix of... CGI and puppets. See, I didn't find that at all. Really? No, I, I thought, thought when there was the... so much CGI, yeah. Okay. Mm. I think when they went to most of the close-ups. Yeah. Like, that was... That's true, yeah. That, was, that, were, that were decent. But there weren't ever, like, in the in the first Jurassic Park in particular, one, I guess the first one and two, they, they built, like, a whole T-Rex. Right, okay. And I feel like they didn't really... They probably had some heads. Right, sure. But that's pretty much all they kind or of... Or some did. little arms. <laughs> yeah, some little arms. Mm. But I don't feel like they did that for this. Okay. But... You know, they had like the Brachiosaurus or Brontosaurus, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Nobody write in and tell me it's not a real dinosaur. Because as you pointed out, <laughs> yes, Brontosaurus is a real the dinosaur. The Brontosaurus is back. He's in back. In a big way. Yeah. Uh-huh. But as they pointed out in this movie, yeah, uh, and maybe in some of the other ones as well. Mm. Uh, in the books they do. I know what you're going to say. They make yeah. no claim that these are accurate representations yes. of what dinosaurs actually exactly. look like. It's like, this is what people want to see, so this is what you get. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked that, though. It explains mm. why the raptors aren't, like, two feet high with right. feathers and, and uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. No, I liked that a lot, that they uh-huh. just, they're just filling in the gaps. Like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I thought that was really, really cool. Uh-huh. And, you know... They've always added frog DNA. Always. I think they stopped doing that, though. There's they a just... little bit of frog DNA in the Indominus Rex. Oh, okay, yeah. Because mm. oh, it can leap. Because it can leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got that long frog tongue. No, because it's got... We'll talk about it in spoilers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, we're talking about dinosaurs. Let's start yeah. talking about... Uh, yeah, do you find them particularly thrilling? Did they, did they capture the awe and wonder that you felt when you watched Jurassic Park with me last week? More so. <laughs> yeah. But these were better. Okay, sure. And there was more of them. <laughs> that, that is certainly And they true. weren't as boring. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I a lot of people have said it d- doesn't capture the awe and wonder of the first. Hmm. Other people say it has. I think they're saying, I think a, the, no, I don't want to paint too broad a, with too broad a brush here, mm. but I'm gonna. You're known for it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's great. In your literal painting also. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Just slop uh, sometimes it I Sometimes I paint a broad picture of me making broad generalizations about people. <laughs> uh, but I reckon a lot of these people saw the original when they were kids yep. and it was a moment that they really loved and now they're going to this adult, adults and going, where's the magic? Yeah, you're right. You what, Now you know you're watching a movie. Idiot. Yeah, you idiots. No such thing as magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I felt that it, um, there was the magic. I thought it was pretty spectacular. And I thought it did a really good balance of um, kind of people being disinterested with dinosaurs. Right. As you would be in this world where there's been dinosaurs for 15, 20 odd years. Right. So you're not going to be, and they even say they see a brachiosaur like they see a, an elephant. Yep. Kids. Correct. You know? So no, I thought that balanced that really well. That Mosasaurus in particular, uh-huh. when it came out of the water, yep. I was quite up close and it was like, like I had like a physical reaction. Right. I didn't like jump in my seat, but you know, you feel like. You jumped in your seat. <laughs> you jumped and you peed in your seats. <laughs> but you know how you just feel like. You were like, what's that? Everybody run. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in the water <laughs> and uh yeah like i felt like yep. terror like yeah. a slight bit of terror which is which i don't really get mm. and i paid myself which yeah. happens more than you'd think so yeah that was cool and i also felt that for the indominus rex like that that is a terrifying monster that was yeah really good yeah, yeah. maybe i would say maybe not more so than the t-rex oh maybe because the, t- the original t-rex 
wasn't as vicious for no reason. Correct, yeah. Like, he just it, wanted to be more or less left alone. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Fed and then left alone. Fed and really. then left alone. But this one was like, uh-huh. like Charles Bronson. No, Charles Manson mixed with Charles, Charles Bronson. Bronson. Wow. <laughs> Don't get in that guy's way. <laughs> no. Uh, well, because Charles Manson was really insanely threatening, but he never really killed anyone. No. Charles Bronson... <laughs> Killed a lot of people. Yeah. So that is a good... That's a, You thought that was a flawed metaphor. No, I did in, not. But it was, in fact, the best metaphor. Uh, I yeah, knew, like the... the solid t- as soon as I said it. Yeah, I knew the it. T-Rex, you know, it explored and, like, chased people out of curiosity. Yeah. And ate them because it was hungry. Yeah. But the, the Indominus Rex is killing... As we see in the trailer, it's killing people for sport. Yeah. Or killing dinosaurs for sport and everything. That's why it's it has everything. the little tennis racket. Yeah. Sport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it a lot. Mm. I thought it was a really... I think it's the best kind of villainous dinosaur they've introduced since the T-Rex. Right, right. I mean, the T-Rex isn't a villain, as we said. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a hero, actually. That's the way it's painted. I mean, yeah. at the end of the first Jurassic Park, it literally saves them. Correct, yeah. Somehow. I think... Here's something I went into the movie worrying about. Is about that all the dinosaurs. About all the dinosaurs are going to come and get me while I'm asleep. But also that it's a... you know. This is a world where they're letting these dinosaurs run free. Yeah. And they're like, they've got no measures in place to fix that. Yes. And I think they did just, like, I'm still a little bit on the fence about it, but I'm still ju- just on the side of, oh, okay, well, they seem to have implants where they can't go past certain fences or there's an alert if yeah. they escape or anything yeah. like that. Like, I think, and I think we said this in the commentary for yeah. Jurassic Park. They're really, they really should get like some sort of internal implant. Yeah. Like as we see in, as we see in the, in the trailer to this. Yeah. The Indominus Rex is a tracking implant. Yep. She knows that it's in there, so yeah. she tears it out. Yep. You really, they really should have at birth, like or or some, at some, you know, at the point where they're being put on the island, mm. like a really deep implant. Yeah. That can track them. And it can switch them off. Yeah. Like, it's not a bomb. Like a that s- would be dangerous. <laughs> but, like, either, like, some poison or, like, a sedative. Just a cyanide capsule cyanide in the brain. Capsule or, like, an, a massive electrical shock. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly, you know? yeah. I'm kind of on the... F- yeah. I think blow their legs off. Like oh, yeah, their legs sure. just fly off. So, at, at the height of, of the tourists, yeah. just blow their legs off with exactly. a bomb. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they did, you know, there was enough in there for me to suspend disbelief and go, yep. okay, well, they've, they've got implants, you can track them. Yeah. If they go past a certain fence, you know, there's an alert. Yeah, exactly. Thing, kind of, you know, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. Rhett's uh, re- uh, written in, he said, you'd think, I was going to say this later, you'd be thinking, I think at least one guy would go, maybe protection would be useful in an amusement park full of fucking dinosaurs. Yes. Like more guys with guns, yeah, yeah. guard security. And they, it's kind of implied that they have that. Yep. But they don't roll it out when they should. Yeah, here's what I here's what I'm thinking. You give them all the implants. Yeah, you got a little RFID chip in them. Yeah, every all the all the like the park rangers get Google Glass, yep. an iPad. Yeah, and you just hold it up and you go, oh, that's a little red dot on the dinosaur you can see. Yeah, there's bloody dinosaur 101. Yeah, it's causing a bit of trouble. You just tap it on the screen, and there's like a kill option. It's legs fall and off. You just and its legs fall <laughs> off. Exactly, easy. You don't you don't need guns. And they're frogs, so they grow back. Probably, I don't yeah. know how frogs work. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, that's my look. You're right. That's my hot take. But at the same on, time, on dinosaur park security. Look, you'd make a wonderful young John Hammond. Thank you. <laughs> that being said. What's a Jurassic Park if it doesn't go all Jurassic Park? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you're saying basically it walks that line where there was just enough security in place, but you could see why it went south. Correct, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
no point to any of that then really was there no <laughs> <laughs> trying to think uh what else have i got here yeah captured the war and under uh, war and wonder or and wonder <laughs> the action in general a lot Life of running lot. about a lot of running about chris pratt looks good doesn't he at running about certainly he does that sweet baseball slide it's in the trailer. Oh yeah, true. Bloody, yeah. oh, uh-huh. that's that's yeah. super cool. I do that. I'd get like a little rifle. <laughs> he does for, for trying to kill an Indominus Rex. Yeah, maybe it does something. He didn't he shot it a lot? He spoiler did. alert. Does he? We'll we'll get to it later. Yeah, I can't even remember when he did that slide. Oh, I'd, yes. I'd be like, I do that. I get all rocks in my shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little pebbles. That's no good. Mm. I also want to talk about that the escape, but we'll talk oh, yes. about that in spoilers. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think we should maybe move to spoilers. Okay. Though. I'm going to say best movie ever. Definitely. I don't best care movie what ever. the haters think. Yeah. Look, it's not perfect. Yeah. I can understand why you would you might not like it as much as the first for either nostalgia reasons or because the characters aren't as fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that, mm-hmm. but I still think it is a it's a just a good fun movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think oh. kids seeing it these days will have that same sense of wonder. I don't think I don't think the Oran Wonder people of our generation had yep. when they saw the first one. Yep. I reckon kids these days are going to have it. Absolutely. Kids these days. I know, right? Kids, I'm thinking they're going to have the same thing. Kids it's, and their Pokemons yeah. and their 3DSs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like as well, this is the kind of movie you can take a kid to and they're not going to have like weird psychological scars from it because it's not like a ghost or yeah. something that's going to come and get them in the night. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have to go to Jurassic World yeah, to, get yeah. the, to get attacked by dinosaurs. Exactly. Yeah. Except for those pterodactyls. Yeah, they'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> they'll come sure right will. up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know, because I was pretty young when I saw the first one. And it is scary in parts, but it's yeah. not, you, you, don't, you don't walk out like, ah, ah, you uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I did in this one. Mm. Spoilers! Oh yeah, best movie ever. Best movie ever, yeah. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, oh yeah, Xavier also wanted to know how we felt about the throwbacks. We said they were okay, yeah, didn't we? I kind of liked them. There you go, Xavier. And I, I like the I like the fact that they... We're talking, we're, are we in spoilers now? Yeah, sure. Okay, I like the fact that they, you know, they wired up one of the old Jurassic Park yeah. trucks to, to drive around in, but it wasn't a big part of the... Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they weren't the cavalry in an old Jurassic Park truck. Okay. Like, oh, we've saved the day with, yeah, this, yeah. with this, old, this old throwback stuff <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. It was just there and they needed a car, so they, they got they it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't... That's impossible. Yeah. That being said, that was... <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Isaac wants to know, do you think uh, the new Jurassic World is a sequel we've wanted to Jurassic Park? I wanted this, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and my opinion is all that matters. That's true. You saw... No, you didn't see three, did you? No. You, you saw two? Can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's too early to tell whether it's better than two for me. I, a lot of people don't like two. I think two's got a lot of good stuff in it. Uh-huh. But it's one of these things I'll have to see how it... Okay. It's a sequel that now... So you're saying you're, you're, you're wondering if it's better than two. Yeah. So you're saying this is not as good as one. Uh, see... Wrong... Uh, it's better than one. <laughs> Look, I can't. I, do, I don't think I could say it's better because this doesn't work without one. Uh-huh. So like, there's yeah, a, I guess that's true. So you're wrong. Oh, boo! <laughs> they got twisted around in a way I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. It's hard. They're different. Hmm. Nothing. Things don't necessarily have to be better or worse. But I guess if I had to pick one, I'd say yeah, one's probably better because it's more pioneering. I guess. Mm, yeah. In the same way that Terminator Two is better than Terminator Three. Sure. <laughs> Precisely. Now, spoilers. Speaking of, yep. I wanted to know what you thought of the minigun because I know you're a big minigun I aficionado. Love a good you yeah. do, but you I also do. hate a bad minigun. I hate a bad minigun. You're right. <laughs> oh, it's minigun talk. Here we go. So they mount it in New John Hammond's helicopter. <laughs> yes. They have it for no particular reason. It's not on the back of anything. It's not on the back of a truck or anything. <laughs> they just have one just in case they need a minigun. Someone, I guess. 
<laughs> but they, I guess maybe if you buy like all your, like if you buy all your guns from the one supplier, yeah. like if you buy half a million dollars worth of guns, maybe they're just like, oh, we'll just throw in a minigun. Have a minigun. Have a minigun. Have fun with it. <laughs> so anyway, they mount it in the helicopter. Somehow. Uh, somehow. <laughs> but then the guy who is operating it is not trained in its use from what yeah, I can tell. Yeah, that neither of the two like military guys no. are there. Of and the and new John Hammond is not good at <laughs> flying a helicopter. Exactly. Yeah. Not only that, that's not a military helicopter. Yeah. So I don't think you can put like a military grade minigun in a commercial helicopter. Right. And that's not going to just rattle <laughs> your right. whole thing right to the ground. Yeah. But you know what? Good minigun, I thought. <laughs> you, good. It blew up some foliage. Did it have real shells? I think it did. Yeah. Good. Look, yeah, and if no, it didn't, well done. Good CGI, if not. Because you hate the minigun in Expendables 3. Correct. Because yeah. of its weird CGI shots. Weird CGI shells. minigun. Yep, and it just blew up some foliage Predator style, yep. which is always good. What's the best minigun in a movie? Uh, we should do an episode on miniguns. The Winter movies. Soldier one's pretty good, but it's not a classic minigun. It's like a little stubby one. Yeah, yeah. Like they've clearly built it for the movie. It's yeah. like a shield, you know, villain, you know, Hydra one or sure. whatever. Yeah. Terminator 2, probably. Although he doesn't kill, he doesn't kill a lot of people, but he destroy. In fact, he kills zero point zero correct people. <laughs> but uh, he does, like you see, it do a lot of damage. Yeah, like a lot of in a, in a lot of movies with miniguns. Yeah, they don't do a lot. Okay, like they just sprayed wildly yep, kind yep. of thing. Like he, Predator. Yeah, exactly. Which but is he, a good minigun. Good minigun. Yeah, that's the same minigun from Terminator Two. Is it really? I don't know if it's literally the same one, but probably. Okay. Same model, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, right. Anyway, uh, yeah, look, looked real nice. Yeah, yeah, good. Good, awesome. So the best minigun is Terminator 2 minigun. I think so, yeah. Mm. Guys, email in. Actually, don't email in. Tweet, Tweet me at Wikipedia Brown. Best minigun. Best minigun, if you could. Is the gun in Samuel L. Jackson's shield car a minigun or a machine gun? It's a machine gun. Interesting. Yeah. So don't tweet that one. Don't tweet that one. Don't I already know idiot. it's already been dismissed. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is also a gun... That he has for no reason unless he wants to shoot people who are in his car <laughs> or his windows have already been blown out. Correct. I'm sure he could roll them down if he has to. I guess so. But also, you can't shoot to your right with that. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. That's why it's not a good minigun mm. for that reason alone. Yeah, yeah. And because it's literally not a minigun. Well, he could because they're on the other side in America. No, but if he's here... Doesn't matter. Let's move on. He has to turn it like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, good point. It'd be difficult. It would be difficult, yeah. Can we talk about the Indominus Rex and its origins? Yes. What'd you think of that? Now they were like, we can't tell you what's in it for whatever reason. Just, it's, yeah. Just trust us. It's I mean, it looks very, terrifying. It's very dangerous. But we're not going to tell you. But I guess they would be like, well, what could possibly be in it? I guess. Like, they're like, how bad could it be? We've had a T-Rex. I thought it was like classified. Yeah. That was my understanding of it. Because they went to Henry Wu and they're like, what? what's up, Yeah, man? but I, what I'm saying is... I think the reason they took it in at the park is because yeah. they're like, well, how bad could it be? Yeah, oh, like yeah, we've definitely. seen acid, we've seen the poison spitting ones. Yeah, we've seen the T Rex. What else could it get? Yeah, they didn't factor in that it's got a cloaking device and it can turn <laughs> invisible to heat sensors and what. So that's why it's got the frog DNA. Oh, the frog DNA frog has ma- well, that's not that's not for that reason. Yeah, yeah. The frog DNA is in there. Yeah, and as a result, it can like dissipate its thermal signature or whatever, so you can't see it. I, th- I loved that escape. Yeah. That, um, I thought that was really, really clever. And it also, it, it it's a throwback to the, because it's revealed later that it's got raptor DNA. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is fairly evident. Because it looks like a scaled up raptor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looks exactly like a scaled up yeah. raptor. It, it, it tricks them the same way that the raptors trick Muldoon. Yes. In the first one. Uh-huh. Creates a diversion. You Lose come in close. Around. Yeah. 
then it comes in for the kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they went in that cage. No, absolutely that, not. That blew my mind. Here's what you do, is you go up the top and you just fire a minigun wildly <laughs> through all the foliage, right? Yeah. And you've got to get it eventually. <laughs> Something. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Or if it's escaped. Yeah. You kill all the foliage. Yeah. Like, or you burn it or yeah. whatever and yeah. just make absolutely sure it's not still... A, yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm a really good... <laughs> Jurassic... You're Jurassic, a good young John Hammond. I'm a y- good young John Hammond, <laughs> so I would know, but these guys clearly not. Yeah. Mm. And it's very surprising to me that Chris Pratt would have gone in there. Yeah. I mean, you'd think he would have at least checked this tracker, which they eventually did, but yeah. that's first thing. Where is it? Right. And I know the cell phones were cutting out this whole movie uh-huh, for some sure. reason. Yeah. But yeah, that that's that's step one. Yeah, yeah. And then that dude opens the, the door and it's on. Oh, and boy, it, yeah. It's bloody on. Uh-huh. And then he does his little slide. Slide, he gets some gravel in his boots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you like also the reveal? Yeah, like uh, where the, the raptors turned? Sort of. Yeah. I was a little bit on the fence of like, oh, they're communicating. Yeah, yeah. How How... With a series of clicks and whistles? Because it hasn't spoken to anybody. I liked the fact that it wasn't just because it was bred to be a monster. They just kept it in this pen Uh and not socialized it. Right. So it was just... Freaking out, Yeah, just freaking out, yeah. Uh And it then that's what happens if you do that to like a, a kid. Sure. I assume. Right. <laughs> you, yeah, so you so you were like, how could it talk or whatever? Or, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Not even talk, but had the raptors... How did they communicate in the other movies? Uh, was a it a series of, of hoots click- and hoots and hollers? Really? Uh, uh, no, like that. Yeah, surely not. Absolutely. Huh? Mm, definitely. They I'm don't really of do Chewbacca. I am thinking of that, mm. but that's more in three. They do a lot of that in three. Okay, right, right, right. But, oh, then it makes that makes sense then. Okay, fine. Mm, but then again, these aren't really. They don't mention two and three as a, right, as, right. as I said. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always I'm always find it odd when like creatures without the Capacity for speech communicate yeah. with noises. Like it's the animal they? kingdom, man. Right, fine. If right. you can believe that a dinosaur can go camouflage like a frog, yeah. or something, I like the one that turned white. I thought that was fun. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? I love that effect actually when they go to get it. Mm-hmm. Actually, the first one the guy attacks with the soldiers. That's the new shredder, but oh. you see it slowly unmask. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a very very cool effect. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like cloaking device. It no, was just like, kind of. Yeah. 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 It was like a shifting, like a ripple kind yeah, of yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was very cool. Uh, what about the whole subplot of training raptors to be better than drones or something? I think the whole thing was unnecessary. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I a lot I'm- of pe- There were a lot of people in this movie, I felt, that were responsible for the deaths of a lot of other people. <laughs> yes. Like otherwise good people who were like, oh, if you hadn't done that, other people would be alive right yeah, now. Yeah. Like uh, the two kids were responsible for the death of that nanny woman. Yep. The British nanny woman. She was they always had- on her phone though. Yeah, exactly. But if, she had- if they hadn't run off and she'd gone to find them, she'd probably still be alive. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt. Do you think that would have... He trained reflect- those raptors. Yes, he did. <laughs> and I love how he was kind of like... Nah, man, they're not for the military. It's like, but you're hired specifically by the military to do this. Yeah. So surely you know that. What did he train them for? Res- Catching just, pigs. Just res- Yeah, just to respect one another, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, that plot line was full of holes. Yeah. I like that B.D. Wong had gone mad, though. That That's what I was going to say. I right. really enjoyed that. Like, And maybe he was always like that, but I feel like... No, like something has happened. Like he's something's broken in his brain, right, and right, he's just right. gone like God mad, yeah, kind yeah. of like uh-huh. like mad with power. Uh-huh. I, th- I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, uh, and he was like, "I created this. I'm the one behind it." You know, let's yeah, yeah. 
and then he got away. He scarped off. Yes. With all the DNAs. See, I was hoping that as I was coming out of this, because mm. you just told me it's doing quite well. Yeah. I'm glad because... Mm. Do you think there'll be a sequel? Definitely. I would. I want to be at a sequel because I want to see what else is in that vault. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it was like... I don't want the government to get all of this other stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, what other stuff? Uh, yeah, no, fair point. Because I mean, if this one can cloak and whatever. Yeah. But how, how do you... it's ha- got proper big arms. <laughs> I'm doing the big arms. He's motion. doing big arms. Yeah, and then what do the other ones do? It could practically cartwheel. Yeah. How... But where do you go from that, though? Where do you go from there? Maybe we'll get the dinosaur-human hybrids. Uh, do you want that? Yes. Though? Now I do. Okay. Before I didn't, now I do. I actually thought there might have been... There was a chance that the twist in this was... Because they were so secretive about what was in it that it yep. might have been slightly human. human. I right. thought there might have been a chance of that. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do it though. Can okay, they going to do it in the next one? I hope so. I'm on board. Yeah. And they've got Actually, guns. <laughs> <laughs> Mini guns. <laughs> For arms? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Did you like the, that there's a, like a, Animal, there's like an animal petting zoo, but for dinosaurs. Absolutely. And the kids got to ride a triceratops. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. That yeah. was super cool. Mm. And that's clearly an example of where they've tampered with those. Right. Like, I don't know whether they're they're supposed to be that big or they're all just baby ones or whatever. I think those were baby ones. But even then, they would have made them docile. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. I got the sense that they'd done that to like make them used to human contact. Oh, okay. So when they got bigger, yeah. they would still be friendly to people. I still feel like, though, a lot of those herbivores, they just dumbed them right down or made them real docile. Okay, yeah. Because you're rolling a big glass ball with Jimmy Fallon's voice sure. next to, like, a triceratops. Which would enrage any animal, <laughs> exactly. let alone a giant dinosaur. Like a triceratops, it's built for defense yeah. and, and attack, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like... Mm. Like if a if an Indominus Rex can break the glass, yep. I'd imagine this tail of a Stegosaurus could also. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, um, the Ankylosaurus, my favorite dinosaur, finally made an appearance. Takes a beating though. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that that was gonna? I thought it was gonna go for its belly, and I thought well, that's gonna be real gross. Oh uh-huh, yeah. But it just breaks its neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, good yep. to see them out there. <laughs> faves. Why were they in the restricted zone? Probably the clubs. The club tail. I guess that's probably it, isn't it's it? Probably the club tail, yeah. Club tails, man. Club tails. Woo. Uh, former recommendation on the show. I recommended a podcast called Pop Quiz Hotshot. Oh yeah. Which is a friend of mine does it, and it's like a you know it's a pop culture quiz show with comedians and stuff. Yes. And very creative and it's good fun. Yeah. He also does a podcast with his wife called It's a Duck Blur, <laughs> which is where they break down episodes of Ducktales. <laughs> so if you really love Ducktales, or if you don't, I don't know. Well, listen to that. It's fun. Yeah. Does that show show hold up? Who knows? Who does know? Yeah. Not us. Mm. Um, the kids subplot of the parents getting divorced and the weird out of nowhere cry. You Who think? cares? Yeah. <laughs> In the bin. I think he sold that. Yeah. But it's kind of it came out of nowhere. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, Detective Gorin, why yes. did he think it was okay to... Do you think he was talking that raptor down at the end when it bit him in the arm? I think he just panicked. Mm. I think he was a guy who... I reckon he was a, the the backstory for that guy. If I had to guess, yeah. was a guy who was in the military very briefly. Okay, so he thinks he's a tough guy. Yeah, but then he moved to Ingen. Yeah, and like now he's like now he's all talk. Yeah, and yeah. And then when yeah. it came, finally came down to, you know, uh, he, actually facing down against one of his these dances dinosaurs. with wolves moment. Precisely, he mm. just he just panicked. He did not dance with no wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what was happening there. Yeah, he yeah. was in. He was a bit of an idiot, wasn't he? Mm. So, yeah, because he was like, 
Imagine a ra- how more effective is this than a drone strike? Right, right. I don't think that's true. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just setting loose a wild mm. dinosaur. But at the same time, I was on his side initially when he's like, you've got to send the raptors out to track this thing down. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because but, mm. what else are they for yeah, right, right now? Yeah. You know? yeah. Otherwise, this is going to kill everyone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did that because he wanted to see what would happen. Yeah, totally. Obviously. But yeah, he was right. But who wouldn't? I would. <laughs> Did you like how the raptors turned and then turned back? No, I didn't 100% buy it. Because they were like, we don't want to kill Chris Pratt. That's Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that slide? I kind of, I I feel like that would have happened, like that decision would have been made initially. Okay. And then I don't think they would have turned back. But they didn't really go for him. They went for everybody else. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right, okay. Like they kind of ran around him. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you know okay. what I mean? All right. Yeah. All right. And I think it, when it came down to the crunch, maybe. Yeah. They were like, crunch. yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I think you've closed that loophole for me. Thank so. you. You're Great. welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the final fight, which people okay. say is like a mind-blowing finale to uh-huh. a movie. Yeah. You get the return of the classic T-Rex. Yep. He's back. She's back. Yeah. The Got original. the raptor scars uh-huh. down the side, yeah. which was uh-huh. pretty sweet. Yep. All CGI. <laughs> yep. I didn't think the T-Rex looked as good as the Indominus Rex. CGI style. Yeah. I was okay with it. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Follow up, uh, something we didn't mention when we were talking about the characters earlier. I did like the character of the guy, mm. the 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 new the new Nedry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. The, with the Jurassic Jake Park, something the guy from New Girl, guy from New Girl. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was great. In yeah, this. he was good, wasn't yeah. he? And yeah. I like the trope. There was, you know, that because a lot of people were like, oh, this, you know, the trope there, the Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt, they don't get on, but blah blah blah. Yeah, and I thought they, you know, that that's neither here nor there really. But mm. I did like the the fact that the new guy, the new girl guy, was like. Someone's got to stay behind yeah, and yeah. fix this. And he goes to kiss the other technician. Yeah. And she's like, what a boyfriend. Why are you? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I don't talk about it because we're at work. Yeah. Um, He's good. I liked, yeah, I, I very much liked that they brought the T-Rex back. Yep. Um, but it, like I was going to say just a second ago, um, the only thing that would have made it better is if they'd been like, open gate nine, you've got to do this. And she'd opened the gate up and she'd thrown the flare, you know, she's got the flare or whatever. Yeah. And the T-Rex charges out and it's being ridden by Newman. <laughs> He survived somehow. He's not dead. He's been alive in Jurassic Park. And he's had a change of heart. He's had a change of heart and he's a hero now. Is he ripped? Uh, He's whatever Wayne Knight is like now. Okay. I assume he's probably in better shape now. He probably is in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think as well, that's a big moment for anybody who loves the first Jurassic Park. So you're saying expectations. Maybe expectations are high for those people. Yeah. Like for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember the the, the T-Rex. It was fine. In this, I'm like, Nedry. oh, it's back. Yeah. It's, it's fine again. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good. But yeah. I guess people are like... No, people generally like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if you haven't seen the first Jurassic Park, yeah. is that a big moment, the T-Rex coming out? Or are you just like, who cares? Um, Not who cares, but like, right, right. you don't have that kind of attachment to it. It's like seeing the Millennium Falcon again, I guess. Yeah, or like old he's, Harrison because we only Ford. see the T... The, yes. <laughs> the T-Rex we only see very briefly. Yeah. Like it's a crowd of people are just sort yeah, of staring yeah. at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not really... Ah. Oh, mm. That's it, true. It works but, because the first movie, obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because otherwise... Because the, the T-Rex saves them from the raptors in the original. Mm. So we know that's going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, so otherwise it's just like, well, why did this happen? Yeah. Did you like the team up, the sweet Raptor T Rex team up? Yeah, kind of. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Not a lot of sense. But it was cool. Yeah. Do you think that was a kind of an enemy, enemy, my enemy kind of situation? Uh, 
I think it was more accident. Like I think they were just. I think everyone was just attacking everybody <laughs> just else. Just rolling. Think it, yeah, I don't think it really mattered. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel that kind of like when the T Rex went down? You're like, oh no. Or yeah, you're so like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the T Rex ultimately would have had any chance against that? No. Yeah, me, me neither. Uh, it's too old, and it hasn't got the instincts. Yeah. Or the craziness. Factor. No, it didn't have crazy strength. You it? know what that is? That's yeah. old Rocky going up against Clubber Lang. Sure, yeah. Like in his prime, Clubber Lang. Right, right. That's what that would have been. Except mm. that raptor hadn't come in. Nah, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Did you like how the mosasaur, which isn't a dinosaur, Mason? God, jumped in. Sorry, all right. <laughs> just came in. Yep. Like you saw that coming as soon as it was backed over the edge of the pool. I yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I uh-huh. loved that a lot. I mm. thought that was a really yeah. good finale. Everybody forgets about the mosasaur. Not me. Yeah. Did you? No. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and did you, I thought it was a bit kind of like how the raptor and the T-Rex are kind of like, all right. Time and to then go they, then. Yeah. Like, is that, I guess? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I would assume that they would probably still fight. Yeah. Like the raptor and the and Or maybe the T-Rex. they're just like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, That's, here we go. <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think it'd be more like the T-Rex probably maybe raw and it kind of like, yeah. I'm out. Scampers away. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But no. There's one raptor left. Yeah. Just running around the island or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Mark from Canada. Oh, yes. Uh, wants to know, what's up with all the product placement? Did you find it distracting? And then I I've didn't see a- that much. Uh, I know the cars were Mercedes. Yes, yes. Yep. And there was a, he's much. drinking a Coca, Coca-Cola. I oh, was drinking a Coca-Cola, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, he was. He's like, i got no time for you. i got to drink this refreshing Coca-Cola. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I, I, I hope there's a deleted scene where it's just five minutes of him like, nom, 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 That's how he does his sweet slides. Yeah. He should only slide with a Coca-Cola in the oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah, but a lot of that product placement, the director said, was on purpose. Right. Like, you know, it's Indominus Rex brought to you by Verizon or whatever. Oh, yeah, totally, Like, that's yeah. intentional. Yeah. But, like, the Mercedes and the Coca-Cola yeah. clearly are just flat-out product in placement. In the middle of the uh, in the middle of the Jurassic, like, the main the main strip, yeah. there is a Margaritaville, which is the, the brand of restaurants from, uh, like, Calypso singer Jimmy Buffett. And there's a big... <laughs> Why do you know a big, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Was he working the bar? I you don't see him. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I thought it was okay. I was okay with it. It's just they actually had this ridiculous Jurassic World featurette about that new Mercedes and all the cast are like, Yeah, they brought in the Mercedes and it was covered up and nobody's seen this Mercedes before and it was incredible. If that was me, I mean I've said this before, I don't give a like, shit about cars. Yeah. But like I could, I'd find it very difficult to fake enthusiasm for a new car. What if they gave you one? Yeah, I guess so. I'm. Pro- I'm. I would guess if you I were could, in that video, you right. had the option of getting a free one. You're so, right. I'd yeah. be like, oh my god, hmm. I love cars. But I'm I didn't feel overwhelmed man. by it. I no. I feel much more over over product placement in a movie or a TV series where there's no reason for it to be there. Yes, somebody just admires somebody's watch yes. or car or phone or something. Um, there's an Oreo robot. There's an Oreo robot, exactly. God there's a Mountain damn. Dew yeah. machine robot. There's that episode. We've talked about this before, but there's that episode of Bones that I saw once <laughs> yeah. where a, a, some the, the characters are driving to a crime scene mm. and they go to park and the car's got an automated parking system yep. like where you can just reverse and it parks itself and they spend like a minute and a half solidly singing the praises of this reverse parking this automatic parking system in this particular model of car what is this it's atrocious what was it in bones <laughs> yeah 
That's not even a good show, probably. That's all right. I haven't seen it. I don't it. know if it's still around. Is her nickname Bones in that show? Have we talked about yes, that? Yes, it is. Because yeah. she looks at Bones. Correct. Great. Yeah. yeah. I found it a little bit distracting, and GL Prime also pointed this out. Yes. That uh, Chris Pratt would have smelt like gasoline the entire movie. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or brake fluid or whatever it was. But I think it was gasoline. Okay, right. But I don't know. And there's another bit that I thought was quite good. Actually, someone written in and said this, and I haven't got your name here as well. The guy who, when he shuts down the sphere ride, and uh-huh. they're like, boom, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just, I just work here. <laughs> just my job, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was quite good. Yeah. I guess that's about it. Any bits that you liked, if you want to return? To, we kind of talked about the bits that we liked, but do you have another bit that you like? Uh, I like the pterodactyl attack. Okay. It's pretty good. We haven't seen them be remorseless we have flying killers before. Oh, we did? Yeah. But they're not as good, though. They seem uh, to have, more, they seem to have more character in this. There's a little snappy one. Yeah, the snappy one, the big snappy one. What was that for? Pterodactyls. Yeah, the Avery or whatever. For looking at pterodactyls. But the, you can't get in it. Like what? No, you probably... They're everywhere. Yeah. It's not like a butterf- that, you know, Melbourne Zoo butterfly house. <laughs> like, uh, You know what? Probably You can probably go in a little gyroscope buggy thing. Mm, must, there must have been a way I'm in. I'm sure there would have been. Yeah. But, I mean, there might have been two layers, right? There would have yeah. been the, the centre layer oh, where you okay. go in and you view and then there's the outer layer where that's where all the... I'll remind you, yes. sir, yes. that a helicopter crashed through it and it was one layer, like an egg. Yeah, but that's where the, that doesn't matter. I'll explain it later. <laughs> I want a diagram. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what yeah. you mean. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, i got some uh, opinions here. Mm-hmm. I've picked out four Four opinions. Yes. Okay. We got a lot though. Do we, and I have to agree or disagree with them? I don't care. Okay, do good. We, do what you want. Right. Jeff Forehand. You remember him? Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> I uh, remember the name Jeff Forehand. Sure. Uh, Jurassic World was a blast in my I remember uh, Johnny Backhand. <laughs> Nickname, Johnny Backhand. I'd had a lot of plot holes or, con- uh, or contrivances, or conveniences, sorry, and the characters in it weren't as memorable as the first film, but I think this is one of the best films of the summer. Hmm. I would agree, agree or disagree. Agree. Oh, okay, so we're doing this. <laughs> yes, we are. Kush says, it wasn't a bad film, but it was just exactly what it was. Although I felt let down by the CGI. I thought a lot of the Jurassic World buildings and enclosures, not really the dinosaurs, which are done very well, were very noticeably computer generated. Disagree. Margaritaville. Go oh, back yeah. to my previous point. I mean, point. That, was, that was, they built that though, for real. Maybe it was a CGI Was that Avery real? Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know, exactly. What disagree. What if they built in your imaginary second layer? Oh, yeah. So good. James says... So safe. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Kash also says that I called the trap where the Indom- Indominus Rex You did, escapes. yeah. yeah you I did, did. I did. Absolutely, you did. He says, well done. You correctly guessed a thing about a movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> did, didn't I? Check, on, check it off. There we go. I've actually only got three here. I thought uh-huh. that was the fourth one, but that was the, that was the third one. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, Jurassic World had some sweet corporate satire and commentary on how animals, animals interact, but about half an hour into the film, it gets thrown out the window for dumb, dumb, dumb fights. And I loved every second of it. Agree. <laughs> so, yeah, I think all in all, it was the sequels to Jurassic Park. It was the fourth movie in the franchise, and its title was slightly different from the first Jurassic Park movie. And the Disagree. <laughs> it was 50% different than the first film. In terms Close of, enough. In terms of title. In terms of word, number of no, words. Yeah, number of words, In yes, terms of they both had two no. words, agree. <laughs> okay, Great, good. good. I guess that'll do it, though. Should we move on to our favourite segment of the show? Yes. Let's just pad this out till we can leave. That's I mean, my, that's my I mean, favourite. What are we reading? What are we going to read? I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? 
Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> tell you what, tell you what I read, and by read I mean watched. Yeah. Uh, wait, theme song. Nah, I'll probably put it in I probably put it in. Put it in twice. <laughs> I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? I watched uh, Pitch Perfect 2. What did you I really think? I liked it. it. I really? really liked it. Yeah? And then later I went and I watched Pitch Perfect 1. Not as good. Sequel's better. Well, see, I've heard... This is the week of sequels being better. I, but I've heard, though... I've seen the first one, uh-huh. which I liked from memory. Yep. But I've heard that if you've seen the first one, then you see the second one, you're like, oh well, this is it's like this isn't as good because. F- I guess you'd probably be right. Um, the second one is clearly like going back and watching the second one and then yeah. the first one. Yeah. The second one is clearly the first one, but more. Yep. So I'm glad I saw them in the order that I did. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, in the way that every which way but loose is not as good as every which way you, you can. can. Any way, which way you can. Correct. Yeah. Go on. Precisely. It comes up a um, lot. Yeah, uh, of the three movies I of the three movies I saw at the cinema last week. Yep. Spy Entourage, Pitch Perfect Two, Pitch Perfect Two was the best one. So maybe we should have done an episode on that. Maybe. Probably not though. No. <laughs> no that was pretty good. Uh, also, last record week, low numbers for Entourage podcast. Really? Actually, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> probably, about, about the same. Probably, probably the same. Um, also, last week mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about like the, the the massive number of superhero movies that are going to come out in the next few years. Yep. And I pointed out the anomaly that there was going to be a Harbinger and a Bloodshot movie, like two Valiant comics movies. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why is that happening? And so I uh, went and I re- I read the, the new Harbinger series. And? Like the reboot. It's really good. Oh, so maybe... So now it makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's... I mean, it's... It's a reboot of Harbinger, which was a series that came out in 1994. Yeah. So it's very reminiscent of stuff that's come out since then. The very year after Jurassic Park. Oh, we've linked it all together. <laughs> so it's kind of a, it's a bit, so it's a bit Runaways and it's a bit kind yeah. of uh, some other stuff. Comics. Yeah, some other comics. Yeah. But it's, but you know, when you think about it, Runaways, because it's a, it's a guy who he's got incredible psychic powers mm-hmm. and then he's taken in by... Uh, like this, this billionaire who also has these powers to form this the Harbinger you know, as part of the Harbinger Foundation. Yeah. Where he develops the powers for various nefarious purposes, mm. and he figures out that this guy's a bad guy. He goes on the run. He takes some people with him, kind of thing. So it's a bit, it's a bit Gen thirteen, and it's kind of you know runaways and stuff like that. Okay. But of course, this came out in ninety four, which was prior to all that stuff. So you know, but it's okay. really, it's a real good. So read. would you say recommend the old ones or the new ones? I recommend the new ones. You're, you're big on that, aren't you? Big this on, week, oh, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit supreme power. Okay. But again, that came out after the original Harbinger. So yeah, yeah. You know, interesting. Yeah, it's real good. It's real right. nice. I'll check it out. I'm sure I read I'm something else something as well, but read, I can't actually. remember what it is. Well, I can say a thing. Okay, I'm ready. This is an article on Cracked. Oh yes. Um, I mean, this a lot of people know this, but I feel like not enough people know this. Oh, also, I said I was going to read the new Midnighter. I did. It's good. Which Cracked. was Midnighter again? Midnighter is. He's gay Batman, basically. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tagline, gay Batman. Gay Batman. Yeah, I saw it's good fun, good action, good oh, art. It's great. It. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so there's an article on Cracked called um, Five Ways Batman's True Creator Got Screwed Out of His Legacy. Oh, yeah. Bill Finger. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, a lot of people don't know this, but Bob Kane, essentially, who's mostly credited for the creation of Batman. He's almost 100. In every like mm. Batman piece of media, yeah. it's required that it says at the start somewhere, Batman created by Bob Kane. Exactly. Yeah. But the obviously... There's a lot of contention yes. over how much he actually created. And look, according to this article and various other things that I've read kind of over the years, 
Bob Kane kind of came up with the name and his initial concept for Batman is nothing like what Batman ended up being. Correct. And Bill Finger did most of it and he came up with like the dead parents and like the costume and his motivations and Uh a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. And got like zero credit for it. Correct. And went to his grave with zero credit. But now only now they've started to kind of put his name back on things and, and whatever, which is really, really good. Yeah. So basically I think people should read that. Just to, and there's a good starting point, I guess, yep. to, to kind of, to kind of, I don't know, to Bill Finger and how he's, yeah, you know, kind of got kind of screwed out of billions of dollars, as as happened back in the day. Yeah. Exactly, it's, it's Here's a, lot, a picture yeah. of uh, Bob Ka- uh, Bob Kane yep. and Michael Keaton on the set of Batman '89. Bob Kane has got a sweet trench coat. Does he looks like a Batman or Dick Tracy villain? Absolutely, he does. Yeah. he's very Technicolor. <laughs> that guy, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So. What a dickhead. Yeah. I'm glad he's dead. Oh, actually, here's another thing that I read. Mm-hmm. I read some of the Big Trouble in Little China comic book. Oh, really? Series. It's really good. Is it new? Uh, it is That's uh, a couple of years ago, maybe, okay. I think. Um, is it like a follow-up or is it? Yeah, it is a follow-up. It's a, it's a follow-up. Like, it starts immediately after Big Trouble in Little China ends. Yeah. And he's going on some adventures and there's also some flashbacks to stuff that happened prior to Big Trouble okay. in Little China. And it's written by John Carpenter. Oh. And so the Jack Burton character, like it's dead on. Oh, excellent. Course. So it's, re- it's really fun. Well, um, I know The Rock said, listen, don't worry about Big Trouble in Little China. Uh-huh. I got this. We're going to get John Carpenter. Okay, cool. And John Carpenter's like, what? <laughs> right. So he, did, uh-huh. he apparently does not know anything about that. Uh-huh, but, okay. but that's that's good. Mm. I mean, not necessarily to direct, but I think... You want to have him on board as a in consultant, some or some, yeah, like in some the same way. way you're not necessarily want Sam Raimi to direct Evil Dead, but you want him having a hand in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You want him back for Spider-Man Four. <laughs> <laughs> we got one from Kevin Pierre though. Yes, uh, he just finished the series Sense Eight, and it was bloody amazing. It's on Netflix, yeah. Right now, yeah, mates. It was honestly one of the best pieces of television I've seen to date, and it was really inclusive and diverse, and quite a ride all the way through. I want to know if you blokes had uh, seen it and would you do a review on it or just share your wonderful opinions. A lot of people have tweeted in saying you should watch Sense8. So right, I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna, I might not have time this week, but no, I'm definitely going to check that out. Mm. It sounds really, really good. It sounds like heroes, but good. Yeah, it sounds like heroes, but no powers so much. Yeah. There's like one, there's one power, like thread running through yeah. it. That these There are these eight people that can all experience each other's yeah. thoughts and, and emotions and et cetera across vast distances. Yeah. I don't know anything about it more than that. Daryl yeah. Hannah's in it. Daryl Hannah's in it. I think so. Is that right? Daryl Hannah. Yeah. That might not be true. Yeah. It's probably not true. I'll just edit that out if it's not true. Great. <laughs> and you'll seem like a genius by omission. <laughs> that, about, that about does it though yeah. for what we're reading I, this week. We've nailed it this week. We have, haven't mm-hmm. we? Time for some letters. I'm ready. Hey, Nick and James. Did we get any lettuce themes, by the way, this week? I know we didn't, because I put my foot down. No, we said reggae. Oh, yeah, we did too. But then I said I wasn't going to play it. So, uh, why so would I guess people, maybe, maybe, okay. Why would people make something? Right. Okay, how about this, guys? If you send in a letters theme that is, I'm going to say reggae again, because yeah. we didn't get reggae. Maybe somebody's <laughs> working on their reggae masterpiece, and if I change genres, yeah. they'll have to throw it away and start again. Yeah. So if you want to send in a letters theme for this show that yeah. is somehow reggae themed, Email it to us, and I'll play it on my phone, like okay. like into the microphone. So you won't have to do any editing. It'll that be live. That sounds amazing. Yes. Maybe send Mason a tweet to let him know you've sent it through Great. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'll let us, by the way, some people uh, uh, miss out. Uh, if you want to send us oh, yeah. an email, uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people yeah tweet in about that, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time I just I don't answer. <laughs> sure. Because I'm you know you're busy. I'm, I'm not that busy. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Nick and James. Oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> Chris from Canada here. Super excited about Star Wars: The Force Awakens this year, and I have a story for you that I feel you and your listeners may sympathise with. Oh boy. My dad took me to see Star Wars in 1977 when I was five years old. And of course, it became my entire life. It was probably the most amazing thing that could have happened to a kid my age, and I've remained a lifelong fan of the original trilogy. The Empire Strikes Back only deepened my childhood mania for the franchise, and in 1983, at the age of 11, I stood poised to complete what was surely to be an epic rite of passage. Pause for Killing effects. a man. <laughs> Finding a dead body in the woods with all your friends after you've... You walk down the train line, and you on the train, and then the train comes. And you got to dodge after the train, get off, get out and of then the you got to walk, swim through a swamp. But then you got a leech on your dick. Look out! It's Kiefer Sutherland. Yep, <laughs> but eighties Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, dangerous! <laughs> yeah. uh, in eighty in eighty three, the term spoiler was not part of the vernacular. That's mm. probably true, actually. Yeah. It was common practice at my house when my family was heading out to leave the radio on as my mom was convinced it would deter burglars. My mum used to do that as well. Did your yeah. mum used to do that? No, we had one of those lamps on a timer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just every time you went out. Correct. <laughs> so as my brother and I were pulling uh, on our coats, excited to, uh, to complete our destinies, my mother flipped the switch on the stereo and at that very moment, a local DJ was talking about Return of the Jedi. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Return of the Jedi. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, Mm. that would be very ironic. Yes. So he basically said, so if you want to save yourself five bucks, Darth Vader is Luke's father, Princess Leia is Luke's sister, Han Solo gets unfrozen, Yoda dies, and Darth Vader gets killed in the end. Wow. (laughs) I know, right? That is brat-a-tat. That is brutal. (laughs) Wow. What a mean DJ. I know. I stood there uh, for what seemed like an eternity with one sleeve of my coat dangling, my jaw hanging open and staring uh, in a broken and catatonic, catatonic state. State. He really paints a picture of that, doesn't he? That's great. Yeah. Oh, well written. Some part of me is forever uh, that 11-year-old kid dying on the inside. I've never truly recovered. I'm a pretty laid-back person, but I ever find that guy, even 32 years later, I'd punch him in his stupid face. And fair enough. That is ridiculous, yeah. right? You know, and you know what else? Yeah. A lamp on a timer wouldn't spoil <laughs> Return of the Jedi for you, would it? Good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, his question is, though, have either of you uh, had a nuclear spoiler like that you could never forgive? We should say spoiler alert before we spoil something. I that's... guess so. I didn't know how Lord of the Rings ended. Yeah. Uh, until, like, the day before I went to see the final one. <laughs> so you'd waited the whole time. Yeah, like, I'd waited literally, I don't know, a couple of decades, and I didn't know how it ended. And then somebody's like, spoiler alert for Lord of the Rings, uh, Gollum bites Frodo's finger Who off. Who told you that? Do I, I know? I just, no, I think I, maybe it was on a podcast, or I read it, or something, like, I read it God. on Twitter or something. And In 2003. Oh, uh, whenever it was, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, might have been, like, a, yeah... Like a something awful forum post oh or something like that. God. And it was like Gollum bites off Frodo's Frodo? Frodo, yeah. Frodo's finger and falls into Mount Doom. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> There's no way that's so stupid. There's no way that'd be how it ends. And then it got in my head and I'm like, maybe that is how it ends. And that's how it ended. <laughs> and as the as the movie kept drawing to a close, I'm like You saw all the pieces I'm lighting like, up. Oh yeah, Gollum sharpening his teeth. Frodo <laughs> keeps waving his finger about suggestively. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, oh, no, this is how it's going to end. <laughs> Boom. Ruined. That's really annoying. Yeah. I mean, you're not a massive Lord of the Rings fan. No, but it would, ultimately it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. still, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I had 
the big Game of Thrones season one spoiler. Oh yes. Um, I don't, I'm even reluctant to say it. <laughs> that basically there's a there's a character death. Yes. I had that ruined in. I think it was a comment on IGN with somebody just written below just a random article. Uh-huh. This happens to this person. Oof. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Right, right. Uh, then that was like, what, two, three years ago. Uh-huh, sure. It's happened to me other times, but I find a lot that of... That one's hurt the most. I think so. It's yeah. what I remember, at least. Mm. I think a lot of the time, trailers spoil a lot for me. I feel like, look, I've done a whole video series on it, and I'm not always right, uh-huh. but I'm pretty good at looking at that and going, well, I know how that's going to go. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, again, I'm not always right. I'm often wrong. Mm. But, I, yeah, I'm... I'm Twists don't normally get me nowadays. Yeah, totally. Either because somebody will spoil them or because mm. you can see them coming. What about the Sixth Sense twist? No, I got... Um... The twist was that career sharply declined. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, something that I didn't talk about in Entourage last week. Yeah. And again, we're spoiling this because who cares? At one point, uh, Haley Joel Osment's character produces a gun and puts it on the table. At no point does anyone fire a gun in that movie. That's the rule. You can't produce a yeah, exactly. Chekhov's <laughs> gun. You can't produce a gun in like this this act one and then not use it by act three. That was the overhanging sense of dread that we felt in that movie then. Probably That's why. It's probably when are they gonna fire that gun? <laughs> well, there you go. Mm. I can't think of any others. I saw somebody spoil the sixth sense for someone else when I was yep. at school, uh-huh. which was pretty hilarious. Yeah. To watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he says, uh, no matter how many people call you dickheads, you'll never come close to the piece of human garbage you killed uh, my Star Wars. Love the show. <laughs> it's easily the best thing on the internet. Cheers, yes. Chris from Canada. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Great thanks story. For not, thanks for not exploring anywhere else on the internet to determine <laughs> that that's not true, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Nick. Uh, oh, this one says James and Nick, sorry. Yeah, so, great. Yeah, They're our names. Yeah. I nailed it. <laughs> Recently, I attended uh, Phoenix Comic Con in my Weekly Planet shirt in the oh, hopes yeah. that I'd meet some other local fans. There is good news and bad news. Oh, boy. How many fans do you think uh, Patricia met? Two. The bad news is that not a single person recognized the podcast. Damn it! <laughs> either of your likenesses from the shirt. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yep. Uh, the good news is that I wore the shirt to a speed dating session and almost every guy asked me about it. By the end of the speed dating session, I felt as if I was part of a guerrilla marketing campaign for the Weekly Planet podcast. After hearing of the increase in podcast downloads last week, I can confidently say that I'm responsible for a very small percentage of the new listeners. Uh, I seriously love the podcast. I'm happy to go uh, to guerrilla market it wherever I go. Patricia from Phoenix, Arizona. Absolutely. So, Great guys, it th- thank you for that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, if people could uh, wear their Weekly Planet shirts... Yes to like a lot of events and network with them. So biz- important business meetings, business. funerals, yep. wakes, wakes, anywhere where somebody's Viking or- funerals, absolutely. like with a burning, like a burning barge. Don't put it on the person who's being Viking. Funeral. Yeah. Cause then what's the know, point? Yeah. Exactly. It helps us in no way. Unless you want to buy another one. Yeah, that's fine then. Yeah. Then it's Nick, fine. We're cool yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's great. Speed dating. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if that help or hinder. Depends, Depends on what the shirt. Kind of, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's from Avery. Hey, James and Mason. Wait, the Avery from um, Jurassic World? <laughs> Correct. Okay, great. They've got some schematics here oh, that I'm going to explain. Thank you, finally. <laughs> hey, James and Mason, if you decide to read this on the show, I know it doesn't read these emails. What a dickhead. Like, no, that's fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have a question regarding Magneto's origin. I was wondering if I could get your guys' opinion on it. At some point... Magnets. Yeah, Next letter. No, continue. <laughs> At some point, won't Magneto's origin have to change? Because uh, there is going to be a point in the future when it won't make any sense for him to be a Holocaust survivor anymore. Mm. Unless they decide he's 163 years old and everyone just doesn't talk about it. 
If so, do you feel uh, like it would really hurt uh, the appeal slash sympathetic nature of the character? What kind of origin do you think they could change it to? I'm only asking about Magneto specifically because his origin is locked to an actual real world real world event, mm. and as such, is locked to a specific time period. Yeah, I'd like to the official dead death head. If that's taken, I'll settle for the official death head too. Yeah, you can have that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's there's a, there's only a few like um, because even Captain America's not locked. Because he's a time traveler, essentially, sort of. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's not, yeah. Well, he's not locked to his modern day. Like, he's, he's not locked to the point where they thaw him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what Magneto yeah. is, mm. uh, I think, because there's... I think they're going to have to keep Magneto at World War Two. Yeah. There's a few that they're going to have to keep as... Um, so well, they even the Punisher was a Vietnam vet. Oh, he still is, though. He still is. Yeah. Like, the, the, well, the Punisher was a Vietnam vet... Then I think for a while they were like made it kind of vague. Yeah. But now they've sort of they've gone back to like his his origin is that he was a Vietnam vet. He joined when he was very young, like he, yeah. he was too young to join, but he faked being eighteen. So he's so muscular join. and crazy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And now he's like a man who must be. He'd have to be sixty. Sixty, at least. yeah. So yeah. now they portray like especially in like the the Marvel Max Punisher mm. series, they portrayed him as like a guy who was getting on in years. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a guy in real good shape. Who's spent a lot of years killing people? Yeah, and like so, he's he's, he's kind of slow but efficient. Yeah, not and, he's, slow, and not his like career that. as the Punisher sort of predated a lot of the modern other heroes. Yeah, like even though Spider Man chronologically appeared in comics first, mm. they're now saying the Punisher existed before him. Yeah, yeah, like and he's been killing people. He's been killing the mob for decades yeah. at this point, kind of thing. So, do you um, think that robs Magneto of his kind of appeal? If you, so? shift that, if you shift that, yeah, I think there's certain things like, especially war-related ones. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, like the, real world. Yeah, like, like I think the idea events, that yeah. the Punisher was in world, like you know, horrible things happen in all wars. Sure, but I think the specific elements of his character mm. work best. They they're most they're best explained by the things that happen in the Vietnam yeah. War, like you know the massacres and the drugs and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I think the same with. Magneto. With, like, with Magneto. Like registration and, and the concentration and exactly, camps and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So I think with Magneto, they'll probably just make him an external, meaning he lives forever. Or okay. like they'll, he'll get a. I mean, Nick Fury's. He's from, World War II, yeah. He exactly. Was, he's he was on the, yeah, he's on the Infinity Serum. They can yeah. just as easily say that Magneto has some of that as well. Yeah. Exactly. Like they both went through the same yeah. Hydra Nazi supply depot yeah. or whatever, and they both like, yoink. But take you, some of this. But do you think it would get to a point, let's say these are still popular popular in 100 years, yeah. uh-huh. and that's gone so many generations back and people kind of, they're not tied to it, so your grandfather yeah. wasn't didn't live through that. Right, right, Like, right. Would, would the shift happen then if these things are still popular? That's a really good question. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to say no mm. and we'll be dead by then, so it, <laughs> we can't be proven right or wrong in our lifetimes. <laughs> yeah. Got him. In your face, the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, just quickly before we go, um, Rob A. Collins, just want to shout out, shout out to him as well. He's doing the Weekly Planet Twitter. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so he's doing a really good job. At the Weekly Planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said we can, he sent us the, the thing as well if we want to go on it. He's got, we've got the password. Oh, cool. We probably won't, but that's a really <laughs> good thing to follow. Um, yeah, totally. Because he, he, he's good at updating and he'll answer questions. He's, he's really, really yeah. good. He's just a good bloke. He knows more about the show than we do. He really certainly. does. Yeah. yeah. Ask him Avery-related questions. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah. What have I got here? Ali Peterson, Greg Davies, Grab That Gem. I don't know what that means. I mean, they're people that have written in, but I don't know sure. why specifically. Have they gotten tattoos? 
don't know. Mm. I could probably look in my emails. Do you want me to quickly look? Yeah, okay, let's do that. Na, 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 na. Oh, that's right. Greg Davies. Oh, yes. From The Inbetweeners. Oh, yeah. You know who he is? Yes. He's a grumpy teacher. Yeah, yeah. Ali Peterson, who sent in the Frank Abagnale grabbed that gem. Oh, yes. Sent in this. What? Here we go. I'm ready. Now, if you're not British or Australian, you probably don't know what this is, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, James. Hey, Nick. Grab that gem. Yes. <laughs> so good. We did it again. We did. Love it. That's great. Thank you, friend. Nice yeah. work. So if you want to... Make celebrities say things that yeah, I want to say. They he looked pretty understand. jovial about that. Yeah, yeah that was he pretty loved good. It. He loved it. He's he great. He's, very, he's one of the best shows, of best things about that show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Oh yeah. From the glad you didn't forget that. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, I'm like, why is this so familiar? But it says it's spelled out exactly what it is, and I still didn't get it. Ali Peterson, Greg Davies, grab that gem. Yeah. You think I would know what that meant? I I wrote it like, God damn it. Anyway, look, we don't know what we're doing. We really don't. Go to the go to the Weekly Planet Twitter and ask them what we're doing. <laughs> ask Rob what we're doing. He'll know. Yeah, where will people find us or whatever. Oh, if they want to find us on the internet, they can go to Weekly Planet Pod at a Gmail and Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown. I'm at Mr Sunday Movies. I can go real close to the oh, mic. Going real close. We've never mic. even experimented with this. So intimate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see uh, if you. Want to throw a couple of bucks at the podcast a month? You can do it at patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Correct. Or if you want to listen, because we're talking about Jurassic World, if you want to watch Jurassic Park yeah. with our sweet commentary on it, you can go to theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com. Yes. Wait, or is it Weekly Planet Pod? We're, it's Weekly Planet Pod. I Weekly Planet that, yeah. Pod.bandcamp.com. Yeah, you can find all it. our audio commentaries. If you want to see a man who's sort of excited to watch Jurassic Park again and read IMDb, IMDb trivia, and another man who's completely non fussed <laughs> by it. One of our best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, next week, something. I don't know. Something else. We'll do it. We'll do something It'll be else, great. Won't we? We'll all enjoy it. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Grab that gem. Grab that gem, you guys. That? Am I allowed to say it? Say your, say your I don't like my catchphrase. It's not, it's not the people have spoken. There's a t-shirt now. You have to say it. Where's my biscotti? Great. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I do. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> it really upsets me. <laughs>